Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to Winter is Blooming, a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us, the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today we are discussing season five, episode five, titled "Kill the Boy." It was written by Brian Cogman, the Cogman, and directed by Jeremy Podeswa. I am Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, and we just have another fucking mm. banger on our hands. Game of Thrones. So, what we're doing right now, what we what, what we generally discuss week to week, my favorite movies of all time, which in many cases happen to be some of the greatest movies of all time, mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones on Monday... And then we're going to talk Scorsese here before long. We talk Nolan and Wes Anderson and Gerwig. A few, like, it's making it really hard to enjoy other things because mm-hmm. we watch so much really, really, really good shit. And my God, was this fucking good. This is true. Like, I was recommended just like a Netflix show for my brother. And I watched like, I don't know, it's like 10 episodes. I watched like six episodes of it. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is. It's all right. It's entertaining. Like, you know? It's it, the important? story it does it, you know, there. And then but like, man, is it are some of the performances just like not the same or like the quality is just not the same. And like, yeah, it is. It is a little different. And I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean, is Game of Thrones the best show of all time? You know, like it's kind of unanimous a little bit. Like just I mean, overall, is that even possible? It had you know? it had too hard of a fall off at the very end to be unanimously mm. considered the greatest okay. show of all time. For five seasons, maybe six seasons, it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Man, should I say tended, even with the ending? I think it still Ew. has like it's still top five, top yeah. three, even maybe. You know, like when you when you talk about the greatest shows of all time, HBO kind of has that on lock. Besides, you know, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but. Uh, you know, The Sopranos and The Wire. How many The Wire, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Those are the four you hear every single fucking time, you know? This is true. Breaking Bad only having five seasons. Um, yes. I think I think that that is, that is a tell, you know? Like, they had... And, and think about how many more storylines are happening... In this show, in Game of Thrones versus Breaking Mm. Bad, there's more storylines per episode. It went on for longer. Well, and that's the thing is that, like, the only reason this show falls off at the end is because the events of season seven and season six, or season seven and season eight, probably should have been the events of season seven, eight, nine, and ten. This is true. You know, like, uh. Yeah. So it was really only bad because they they decided to rush something that you just can't rush. No, um, especially a show that never did rush. Like, 
Yeah, like this episode, nothing, like nothing happened. Like I guess, like not we significantly say a few pushing the plot forward, or yeah. like yeah, like n- like it is like like Stannis leaves Castle Black might be the biggest yeah. thing to happen this episode. I guess maybe Jorah getting grayscale that sucks, but like, marrying but like his biggest move, biggest like the biggest yeah, thing biggest that is happening. Forward. Yeah, is like Stannis leaves Castle Black. That's about yeah. it. That's that's all that's happened this episode. And I don't know. I love these episodes where you just you check in with everybody, see where everything's at, and like it's really cool that like Stannis leaving kind of just intertwines with like Sansa and like the Winterfell and hmm. all of like it's like oh these two storylines are coming together now. This is just yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. Like um, I don't know. I love I love like. There's not many other shows that, like, really have just, like, the multi-threadedness, I guess. Or, like, just the well, the, the interconnected web that Thrones is. Oh, man. And it's just, it, they they just know how to fucking do it. And they did for so long. And, you know, it's just, it was a heavy workload, you know, the actors. That's true. You know, That's you're, you're, shooting, too. you're shooting one season, you're shooting some of your scenes in Norway, but... Next, you're going to be in Croatia. Dang, that's true. Because they go on location. And that's one of those things that's like, that makes it easier on an actor to not do that. But man, does it look better when they do that, you know? Uh, Man, if we just had goddamn teleportation, you know how many problems would be solved? God, if we could just teleport. Well, um, but like, we were, I remember, I think it might have been last episode. Um, we were talking, we were like, do you think like right now that they know who John ends up being, this was like the most blatant, like it was so blatant. If you're watching it for the first time, you have no fucking clue. Oh my God. It was the most slap in the face. Like, yeah, this dude's a fucking Targaryen. But, but like, I don't know. Did, I wonder if the people who were like really into the show. Like, right now, like, watching it live week by week, if they caught this, like, at all. If anyone caught this as, like, whoa, that's a... What's really fascinating is that I think the viewer that I am now, Mm -hmm. which, granted, I will credit in part to Game of Thrones for being able to get, like, get me to my level of, you know, being able to read Mm -hmm. into shit. Yeah. I think if I saw a moment like this now for the first time, I'd have been like, oh, wait a minute. You know? A little Leonardo pointing yeah. at the screen here. You know? You know? Yeah, this... Uh, I don't know, because... I mean, obviously, it, it helps that we know. You know, it makes it course, abundantly clear. But, but I like, think that, like, just... Um, we'll get there. It is my favorite is line true. of the episode. This it's is my favorite line the of the episode. Yeah, so, we should... Uh, no we'll, King's we'll Landing... Fuck no yeah, that's one of four episodes so far um, of the entire show that doesn't involve King's Landing. The Red well, Wedding only... and fucking the Battle of the Wall. Forgot mm-hmm. the name of that. Watchers uh, on the Wall. Like the first episode, or maybe like the King's Road, maybe like, I don't know, something like that. And then I forgot the other one. Or the, this, this one, one is the yeah, other one. one. That, that, yep. There it is. But... Yeah, we only have four locations in this one. We're going to Marine, Man. then we'll head to the Wall, then we'll go to the North, and then we will top it off with Old Valyria. But uh, mm-hmm. ah. how about we start it in Marine? I've got it like perfectly like 
three of the locations have all my favorites. You know, it's not like Ooh, one place dominated the episode see. for me. I got one, um, two. I got two locations, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, no, it's good though, man. It's good. Let's uh, let's start in Marine. Uh, wherein Masande is watching over the wounded Grey Worm, mm-hmm. who's still unconscious from his wounds sustained fighting the Sons of the Harpy, and uh, meanwhile Daenerys and Dario watch over the deceased Sir Barristan Selmy, and immediately you're kind of just like, God, fucking, oh. yep. Yeah. Did it open up on Grey Worm and then it go did. to... So, it yeah, did. okay. So, I mean, you you were kind of, like, still for a moment, you were like, okay, maybe, maybe Barristan, you know, makes it out of this. But then, mm. like, yeah, whenever it opens up, it's just like, oh, man. Like, I, I don't know, I've, I almost, uh, like, expected, like, coins to be over his eyes or, like, for them to do... But, like, no, how would... Daenerys know of like the traditions of like I, I guess like would if Barristan would have died in King's Landing like if he wouldn't have left and Joffrey just didn't you know Joffrey wasn't a thing and he died in King's Landing does he get like that like burial that like uh Tywin got and like all the dead kings you know where they put the rocks over your eyes lay you on the table and the set mm. for a little bit and and then bury you or whatever uh like I wonder if, like, Selmy would have gotten that treatment in King's Landing or not. I, um, you know, it's hard to say at this point due to the fact that, you know, he was dismissed from his post. Yeah. If he, well, if he'd lived up say, there. Say he goes through his, his whole life with his oath and everything. I, you know, it, to it, the that's an like, interesting thought. I'm not sure because I tend to think of the that as the place where they bury royalty. The royal um, family. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was thinking, like, because Ty- obviously we've seen kings, but then, like, you see Tywin. Um, yeah, and that's... Tywin, but that's, that's royal I think family. It's like, the family guess... of the... Maybe hands and kings, you know? Like, he was a hand of the king, so maybe that's... That's true. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I would like to that's, think that yeah. Barristan Selmy would get the same treatment as the head of the King's yeah. Guard. Yeah, maybe um, no King's Guard even do, but he was just so influential and so badass that like, yeah, we gotta bury this dude in the sept or like yeah. in wherever. Like we gotta keep, we gotta memorialize this dude. Well, um, and it seems like I'm I'm interested to know if the ritual that we do see, like the stones over the eyes and stuff, like, do you think that's that's a religious thing. That's the that's the light yeah. of the seven, seven ritual, probably. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting yeah. to know that, like, uh, is that the treatment Barristan got here? Did he get? Mm. I don't know. They just kind of put him on a put him on, on a, a slat table. Yeah, I don't know what that room like where that was. Just kind of a. I think that was the throne room. It was just on. Oh, one it step. was. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Throne room in a pyramid, mm-hmm. right by your that's queen. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the whole exchange that Daenerys and Dario have there with like the, you know, he he came all this Uh, way to fight for his queen and he died for, he died for me and stuff. And just like an extremely moving couple of moments there with Daenerys and Dario immediately followed up with his Darzo Larak pulling up and being like, I am so very sorry. You know, this is, this is such a sad, sad event. Um, It's a damn shame. And Dario was like, shut the fuck up for a second, okay? I gotta talk to Danny. Um, so, how about we just go ahead and go out and kill everybody? How about that? You down with that? 
What do you what think? What if we did that? We're thinking about it. We could do it strategically. Yeah. I we got the we have the capability to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, and that, like, not only does this give you a key insight to how Dario, uh, well, how Daenerys kind of thinks about things, but how much everyone cared about Barristan. Like, them killing Barristan was enough for them to be like, okay, what if we just went out there and killed everybody? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I I was trying to think about this as to, like, what actually pissed them off, you know, enough. And, like, it was, like, an attack on the city. Like, they killed, you know, Unsullied, and it was was just, like, a a straight-up Large-scale attack, yeah. Um, So, like, on its own, it's already, like, yeah, this is pretty bad. But I don't think they go to the level of saying, let's kill everyone. I would argue the flip. Oh, I'd argue that oh, because they killed Barristan, Daenerys knows that's not what he would have done. But if he didn't get killed, he would have been able to tell her himself because he's alive still. It's true. That's true. Maybe he would have counseled her against that. No matter mm -hmm. what, this is how it ends up happening. You know, uh, yep. Barristan, it lived. Yeah, the decision is made. No matter yeah. what, already we were. It was close, though. I mean, goddamn, was it pretty close? Um, Danny's Danny was pretty furious this Ooh. episode. Um, I don't we know, get the like glimpses again. You know, yeah, we get the glimpses, but it's 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 within more reason than it ever has been in your head. You know, like this is and, true. She's I mean, pissed. not not more so than ever. Like she's always. She's always had something you could point to and go, well, mm-hmm. this is why it's okay. And this one, you're yep. you're very able to excuse. You you're, you have no beef with what's going mm-hmm. on here. But, uh, yeah. yeah when, uh, I don't know. It also just kind of sucks that she just got told about Rhaegar, like a mm-hmm. little bit of like, yeah, I was like, I was right there by him. We did all the stuff in the streets. You know how something. many stories that Daenerys wanted to hear or could have heard, mm-hmm. you know? And like, that would have just been really cool and just, uh, yeah. It sucks that he's gone, man. That's just like that hurts a lot. The living to connection Daenerys. to Daenerys's family history, you know, like uh, just a goat too. He no represented one... a lot to Daenerys, I think, and uh, at least he came to, um, especially since she sent Jorah off. Mm-hmm. You know, Jorah's gone now. Barristan's dead. Now she's, you know, she's still got Dario and Grey Worm to hold it down for her, but Grey Worm's injured. No, Dario leads. Yeah, no one's wise. Mercenary. Yet. Yeah, you know, like the Barristan and and Jorah kind of had the age to them, where they mm-hmm. could, they just they've been through shit. Now they're just um, a team of youngins. Yeah, Dario's just, just like, yeah. let's just fucking go. Dario's like, let's just do it. You mm-hmm. know, who cares about anything? And and then you know, I guess later on, like Masande's the only, like the wisest one there. Oh yeah, um, and like yeah, out of out of all of them. Uh, so she's been yeah, through they, some shit, man. I didn't but, think about uh, that. Her council took quite the hit with very quickly styling Jorah, like it, and then uh, yeah, Barristan dying. That, that is a big hit. Well, yeah. and it just keeps like she has small wins and big wins until the end of the show. But like watching stuff pile up over the course of this show as shit that's happened to her and shit that's been taken away from her a targaryen mm-hmm. alone in the world is a terrible thing yeah 
I mean, like, yeah. that's going to be my favorite line later on yeah. just because of how foreshadowy it is. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. No, and we'll was... talk about that more then. But, like, just seeing how people are slowly taken away from her and how she's forced to leave people behind and how she's forced to get rid of people like Jorah, later Dario, Barristan dies. Uh, and then in the last season, when Jorah takes the hit, uh, Masande goes mm. down. Uh, like John distances himself from her. Like it's just there's so much evidence that when she gets backed into this corner where she's alone, shit's not gonna be good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. Because I mean, not many people have like a uh, like an ace in the hole in their back pocket like Daenerys does. Because like if things aren't really going her way, you know, she try she holds it down pretty well and she's doing things for the right reasons and like, you know, for like no slavery. That's cool. Like I I'm much great. more behind yeah, that than yeah. someone like I don't know, fucking Caster out uh north of the wall. Yeah, Craster, yeah. Craster there. That didn't sound right. Um but Daenerys has like three dragons in her back pocket and can actually like snap really big. Mm-hmm. Like if uh if she gets mad. And, uh, I don't know, I, I like to see, like, I guess we haven't really got there yet, but I just want to know if, like, do you think she enjoys the harsh, when she has to be, like, harsh in fear, do you think she enjoys that? 100%. I think okay. this is one of the things that she kind of, uh, gets from, I mean, not only her Targaryen bloodline, but, uh, Mm-hmm. I mean, spending time with a Kalisar and running with the Dothraki. Like, mm. if someone betrays your family, mm-hmm. your Kalisar, you fucking die. You know, yeah, like, and, uh, and it's, it's part of the culture, you know? So, like, uh, I think, uh, I, I think it does make her happy, you know? And that, maybe not happy, you know, that's probably the wrong word for it, but like, she's completely fine with it. She has yeah. no moral qualm with what's happening, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause she, I don't I, know why I was expecting at the end of, um, whenever she's fired up, like I expected a little bit of like it to stop on her face and her to be like, you know, kind of uneasy about what she did, but then it just never came. Like it was like, no, she was almost proud of it. Like, like actually when I was paying attention, like, yeah, this Marine, like Amelia Clark throughout this whole thing, just fucking, She's good. I know she went. So that's, yeah. that's who I went with, uh, for performance mm. of the episode. Love I just, that. yeah, she was, she was doing it, uh, doing it well. Yeah. A I, lot I love when she speaks Valyrian too, just oh. seamlessly. Like, yeah, it, it's just, it's just like, she's speaking English and she's, mm-hmm. It feels so incredibly difficult to me in my mind to speak a language that doesn't exist and still act on top of it instead of just, like, reciting it. You know what I'm saying? It's not Uh, like she's just, like, a a useless monologue. It's literally like, oh, maybe some of you are innocent. Maybe all of you are. Maybe none of you are. We'll let the dragons decide. Like, it's like, oh, shit. She's going going crazy. Oh, She's going full mother of dragons. But, uh... Yeah, no, I uh I loved I loved this whole sequence on Marine, uh, but the cut after Dario suggests this instead opting mm. to round up the leaders of each great family in Marine. And his star's like, But your grace, I am a leader of a great family in Marine. She's like, I know that, so come on now. Uh they go ahead and seize him, and they're brought into uh the basement, the catacombs of of the pyramid. 
um, this is my scene for Ooh. sure. Okay. Um, mostly nice. because uh, there's not a lot on this rewatch that I don't really remember. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I generally remember everything that happens. Very little, um, very little catches me by surprise. Like I'll cry, I'll, 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 I'll react with, you know, joy and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I think in the rewatch where like my breath caught. Like I was like, like I kind of gasped, oh. and it was because whenever Daenerys is talking, and then it just cuts to black. Mm-hmm. I was like. Did something happen to my TV? And then just like eases into the light. I was like, like, I, I genuinely, yeah. like, a little gasp. I was like, oh, fuck. Was so um, good. Oh my God. Well, and like, what was, what was crazy is it like, it kind of scared me. It made my heart leap. And I was like, that's not something that this show ever does for me. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, I, 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 that's why I text you when I was like seven and a half minutes in and was like, well, I already have two of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I had my scene and I had my line and, uh, the line comes a little man. later, but there, there was some good kind of like horror, like with, with this oh, and then like the Miranda later, later on yeah. with who Miranda, uh, his Is little, that... his, that's Ramsey's, uh, Oh, fuck buddy. With... With the dogs, and like yeah. The when, well, there's and, a and there's like a little cue that sounds the... like a like a uh, oh. a horror music note, okay. like yeah. But it's actually the hinges on the door opening. Ooh. But like it's it's super cool, and we'll we'll get to yeah. that later. That was one okay. of my favorite little moments in the episode. Man, director, who was this again? Directing this? Jeremy Podeswa. Pop off, Jeremy. Podeswa. Pop off, yeah, Jeremy. He fucked. went in on this one. On this episode, yeah, yeah this Jeremy this Podesla. is nice. Um, yeah, he was uh, he did uh, he did pretty fucking good on this one. But uh, yeah, I loved this scene. You know, Rhaegal and Viserion, they cook their food and eat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you know she threatens she threatens Hisdar a little further. You know, and Hisdar doesn't want to die a coward. You know, Valar Magulis, mm-hmm. and and you know just uh. She starts talking that shit. Uh, no need to overfeed them. Yeah. Yeah, switches from Valyrian back to the common tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe tomorrow, though. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's that's all. That's Just quick little presentation I had to show you guys real quick to remind you that I do have dragons at my disposal. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I love that. Um, we get all three dragons in this episode. I didn't even realize. Um, forgot a little Drogon flyby. Yeah, uh, that we was get dope. a little later. That so, so we did get all three. Usually, it's just either those two or Drogon. Yeah, um, nah, they weren't together. Time but yeah, but um, no, I uh, I love the little monologue she gives before. You know, good mothers do not give up on their children, mm. but uh, they discipline them if needed. And I like the way it works as like a double entendre. You know, like she's like, I'm a, I'm a feed, I'm a literally feed my kids, and I'm gonna, ha- and then also I'm gonna discipline y'all. You know, yeah, call, like call you are Misa. my children. Yeah, I mean, you, y'all, the, the people yeah, call her Misa. You know, that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it it does work both ways, fluidly. Here, mm-hmm. um, fluently. Does that work fluidly? Um, I, I, it works for me. You know, I don't know. I got. I completely understand what you mean and what was said. And 
It might not be technically grammatically correct, I don't but they understand is. completely. I think it's just close enough to fluently that it sort of gets the idea across. Fluidly? Uh, I don't know. Uh, fluidly, it's it's, it's liquid. You know, it's malleable. It it works in multiple ways in multiple Fugazi. forms. Fugazi. It's, it's it's a wazi. It's a woozy. Not even real. Not it's even not on the, the elemental, elemental charts. Dude. It never landed. <laughs> uh, it's fairy dust, motherfucker. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So they cook a guy, one of the leaders of the great families, and uh, they go ahead and eat him. And Daenerys goes ahead and pulls off, and she's like, "All right, his daughter, go ahead and get locked up in a cage for a while." Uh, yeah, that was my favorite scene, and it was like the first scene. So I was, that was but badass. I was tempted on numerous occasions to change it, which is like, mm. it's a good fucking episode. Um, but later on. Grey Worm wakes up with Masande sitting beside him. Enter my scene. Yeah, both go. scenes are coming out of Marine. Yeah, this I don't know. Just something about Marine. This episode it was Oh dude, and I think well. it just it just continues to per- portray like we've we valued them as a council quite a great bit. But I feel like there's like a closeness to the the almost family of mm-hmm. like found family of Daenerys yeah. and Sande and Grey Worm and Dario and all mm-hmm. that that you that kind of comes into full play because Grey Worm, you know, when he wakes up and like first thing he asks is like, "Where's Barristan?" You know, like yeah. is Barristan okay? You know, uh, damn it, like damn it. There's not there's not many relationships in this show that are good and that you care for and that I know both people are awesome. John and Egret. Sam and Gilly, and then I'd say, yeah, like, I mean, that that's probably it. Like, there's not many more. Um, And this this was just such a nice moment for this show, like, to actually get, like, a little romantic in there. Um, And, and like, I don't know, what a perfect, like, just the, the, I don't know. What like just how they don't fear anything like the legend of the unsullied they don't fear mm. anything like what just a cool like way to throw fantasy like the fantasy of the show in with like just a just a really nice and loving moment heart of it yeah like I was like oh my god no this is that's just sick like I don't know and the way the scene was shot too it just looked gorgeous yeah like Masande just illuminated fully like the sun is is directly behind her so it's like it's literally making like this halo like around her hair i don't know mm. it's it's this crazy looking light and, and then graver must be like holy shit i might be dead right now like i yeah, might like be in is, heaven is this, are you an angel yeah and and i don't know i thought it was it was just done actually really well and i'm like wow you know in a show where i can see a dude get torn in half by two dragons and then burnt you know burnt and then eaten for dinner like it's nice that I can also get this. On the other hand, you know, like uh, yeah. it's it's nice to have these moments in the rare. So that's I don't know. That's why I pointed it out. I like um, that. I like that reasoning. But yeah, no, but, it's a wonderful scene. Yeah, Grey Worm. You know, he's like, I failed him. Uh, I failed my men, and I failed Daenerys. And Masande's like, Nah, you're good, man. I understand, but you did everything you could. And, Tells him he shouldn't be ashamed for being wounded, given mm-hmm. that he was ambushed and outnumbered. But Grey Worm says he is ashamed that he was afraid when he was stabbed. Masande says, well, everyone fears death. And Grey Worm's like, no, 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 no. I do not fear death. It is the thought of never getting to see Masande again 
made him afraid. And you always calls her like Masande of the Island of Noth. Or yeah. is it like of of like from the Island of Noth. Like I don't know. It's always it's just so cute. Masande. Like from the island. Eh. And the switch to English too. Like his mm-hmm. English is getting better, and like, yeah, but yeah. she's like also like, all right, let's get serious. I don't know. Like, it's just the switch to English because you know we speak English. But like, I, I it's more like in the show, it kind of works as like a, uh, like just know. a I think tone switch. Just and, like, how much better he's getting, yeah. and like mm-hmm. better he's getting at it. The way he's learning from her, and mm-hmm. they're working together on this. There, it's it's a good way to indicate how much their relationship has developed. Even though we've really only gotten one scene acknowledging their relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the fact yeah. that you are attached to them so fast is kind of cool because we've only seen that one scene of them teaching each other mm. or her teaching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think right, and then like Daenerys and her talking about it after. And yeah, that's like, just a little oh, bit. Of well, girl he talk. he admired her across the across the water and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, there's a little more, but like uh. They haven't done a lot, and I think, yeah, yeah, not much. It's cool to see them so succinctly develop a couple that you really, really like. And uh, yeah, man, I was close to going with Jacob Anderson for Grey Worm, and Mm. frankly, Natalie uh, uh, Emmanuel, I think is her name. Feel bad if I'm fucking that up, but uh, both of them were so fucking good in this scene. Um, Yeah, Natalie Emmanuel. For Masande, their uh, both their performances were outstanding. Uh, I just uh, I went with someone a little later in a different location, but uh, yeah, I loved I loved this scene. They were so so sweet to each other. Um, mm-hmm. And then they kiss. We get a kiss. Come on, first kiss. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. He was he was kind of still about it, and I guess maybe he's just he's never had a kiss before. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's his, his first kiss. first kiss. Damn. Yeah. Not just their first kiss, it is Grey Worm's first kiss. Dang. That's nuts. Yeah. What a moment we got. Wow. No, Such that's a cute... Yep, Doesn't make that's up another very... one that just absolutely tears your soul to fucking shreds later. Um, Masande has potentially the nastiest death in this show not like literally on site but like just makes you like the way Daenerys feels about it makes you you feel that way about it too she makes that face to let you know like oh shit's about to get bad you know like uh and it does the very next episode um that's a Targaryen alone what is it what's the Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible thing yeah Yep. Yeah. The love, the love, man. She had love here. She had love in SOs. People loved her. They obviously hated her, but it's a cool thing that they continue to do to pursue like parallels between John and Daenerys without making it very obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, John, you make everyone happy. Your people already hates you, and mm-hmm. uh, you know you gotta you gotta make your decisions anyway. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, and I, I love that. But. uh Later on, Daenerys asks Missandei whether they should reopen the fighting pits. And Missandei mm-hmm. only says that she has seen Daenerys listening to her counselors when her own experience was lacking and also ignoring them when she thought they were wrong. And uh, Daenerys is like, 
Oh, you're my closest advisor now. I'm going to tell you that right now. That was hard. That was hard. He literally gave like the same advice that Maester Eamon gave. Was yeah. like, I don't care what the subject is. I just know that you know that you're oh, like you're, you're well thought enough and you like you're the one that's going to figure this out. Like mm-hmm. it's I don't know, it was, it was it was so awesome like just the uh the parallels between this and because I think um, you saw Eamon talk before this conversation. Yes, you did. To John, you did. Uh, I think yeah, it cuts. So like you do, you do see that. So that's I don't know. It's nice to just see. I don't know any parallel between Danny and John is just awesome. Very cool. Yeah, the yeah, auntie this... nephew pairing, but uh, yeah, uh, and I, I loved the whole moment leading up to it. It was one that kind of brought tears to my eyes, but didn't, it didn't make me cry. But like. Her give asking Masande for her advice and the Masande being like, "Oh, I, I should not. I don't even. I, don't, I shouldn't even have an opinion on the matter or whatever." And Daenerys like, is like, "You fucking crazy, bro! You got hey, this. Me. Come on now." Mm-hmm. Uh, but her advice. Yeah, she's like, "You always think of something, you know, where there's mm-hmm. where there's an obstacle, you think of another way." And then mm-hmm. it cuts to Daenerys going down to visit the imprisoned Hisdar Zolorak. He's like, please, please, your grace, please do not do this. I didn't, I didn't want to die a coward. Yeah, what a switch up here. This dude thought he was going to be dragon food. And then now, like, he's coming out like, oh, damn. I love, I'm I getting exactly. That he expected that, like, if he ever saw Daenerys again, it meant his death. Yeah. No, because he immediately started begging. She's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, dude? What was what was all that tough shit back there for? And he's like, well, I just didn't die a coward. You there, know, were, like, there were other respect, people there, man. I was embarrassed. Respect, respect for that, though. Like, to keep your composure in front oh, yeah. of two dragons. Like, you know, that's... that's That'd be the constantly. harder time to keep your composure. Yeah. But, I mean, like, he comes out of this thing, and he was about to go die to getting exactly what he wanted whenever he showed up to, like, Daenerys in the... Well, maybe not the first place, but a little bit. After, like... After a little acclimation period, they're like, yeah, we want the fighting pits back open. What the fuck? And he's like, so he's getting that. And then also, it's like, oh, yeah, you might marry me. Um, You're welcome. And you'll just be the prince of Marine. Um, You're welcome. But still, obviously, yeah. my child still, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, just, it, you will not really, it in, won't mean Only anything. in name will you be my husband. I am going yeah. to make a cuck of you with Damn. Damn. Um, I mean... He couldn't have expected more than that. Um, he yeah. didn't even expect that. Uh, so no, yeah, couldn't no. have expected shit. Really, I guess uh, she didn't say that it was going to be him. She just said like a master of a family, a suitor. And, yeah, yeah, you know, one is already a suitor's on on their knees already. Whatever. Um, kind of took that as her being like, "You're proposing to me. <laughs> That's what's happening right this fucking second. You know, like I took I took it as her already, being like." thing in this universe you know no but i think it's just kind of like a there was another example of something in this episode where i was thinking like is that how that even works here uh but i can't even remember it it was so small but uh yeah that was another thing where she's like thankfully a suitor is already on his Mm. knees Uh, yeah yeah he's i don't know i'd be okay with that uh that confrontation that's a win that is a, like he he won that conference. Like I don't he know, absolutely he absolutely did because she trusts him enough 
or thinks he's too weak to be doing anything with the Sons of the Harpy. And yeah. I, I'm interested to know if he actually... He actually, like... He does work for the Sons of the Harpy, but I can't remember how yeah. long that's been going on. Mm. Or if it's if it's from the beginning, or if it's like he realizes their kind of goals align with his, so he seeks them out or something. Because I don't think he's like a founding member. He's not. He's not that guy. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like he didn't come up with the Sons of the Harpy. Um, yeah, no. I'm a, yeah, I don't remember what happens at all there. Um, I don't even really remember him being like working for both sides at all i don't Um, really remember it either i feel like i remember something when he was about to die him saying like no not me i helped you or something like that and then mm. the sons of the harpy kill him anyway nice Um, okay okay but yeah he's he's pretty sure he's gonna be marines you know prince here soon uh all right with that respect but uh yeah, we'll then head to the wall. We're at Sam reads a note from Slaver's Bay to Maester Aemon, updating him on Daenerys' situation. He's like, she sounds like a strong woman. Uh, I love I love that there are only a few people that know Aemon's a Targaryen, so Sam and John get to kind of talk to him <laughs> about mm-hmm. things like this. And I love that Sam's like, she sounds cool, man. That's like your that's like your great niece, you know, or your niece, or yeah, like it's just. That's cool, you know. Um, she must be doing. She's doing some pretty cool shit out there. She wants to maintain Slaver's Bay and make sure slavery doesn't return. That's a lot more noble than coming right over here and taking the throne, you know. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm like fully against monarchs and everything like that and all. But like, it'd be pretty fucking cool to like know the royal family. I don't know. Oh, just yeah. to be like, I don't know. Like, just, if you were living in that time and like, that's the that's the king. King fucking whoever you're like yeah I don't know that that'd be kind of hype, oh, um, but yeah no this this is now I'd be like kind of embarrassed to know fucking Charles or whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying you know like uh yeah I'd be like fuck That's I know weird. Charles that is still going on today huh I mean yeah. I know they got like a little parliament thing on the side or like if it yeah is I mean like they don't have any fucking power which makes yeah, it even just... weirder that they still exist you know what I'm saying like yeah. They don't do shit. Yeah. They're basically fucking influencers. You know? But, like, they inherited that title. Good way to put it. Yeah, there's the like only the biggest... people that I would like to be friends with in the royal family are Harry and Meghan. That's it. Harry and Meghan um, Markle. That's it. I don't know much about that family, but those... I know those They're like two. the only two I know, and that's because they dipped. That's what I remembered. Yeah, that makes sense. I get the fuck out of there too. That'd That's be bad. Eamon did. Eamon was like, "I will go to the fucking wall, dude." He said, "King, fuck that. I'm going to the, the city wall. I'm never having sex again. <laughs> I, I'm claiming no lands, no name, nothing. I mean, fucked up. If you think I'm gonna sit on that throne, you think uh, Eamon." You know, everyone else at Castle Black fucked around. You know, they they went... Oh, Eamon, they, Eamon never got his dick wet. You don't think? You think he was no. that honorable? I do. I mean, he turned down King. So. That's why I'm like, if you're turning down King, you're turning you're turning down some Vaj. You know? Damn. Damn. You don't think ever once he, he used a little like, hey, 
I'm actually aiming Targaryen. I could have been What's king. Up? What's up with it? What up? Uh, like, I got king's blood. That's got to be, like, an instant... I don't know. <laughs> That's, like, the equivalent know. of being 6'5". Um, well, he's got the double... the the double dip thing going on because he's also a maester of the citadel and once you commit oh, to the citadel oh shit that's he, true he went to the citadel to learn and then he went to the night's watch so i think that like i don't know the the, the folks at the citadel they don't strike me as the type besides samwell to fuck um true. it feels like they've they've they chose to go there usually the night's watch that that's is not the true. case that's true. That's a di- yeah. I was gonna say like, oh, he's double dipping, so it cancels out. You know, two celibate oaths makes you be able to fuck again. Um, <laughs> so maybe, uh, but I don't think I don't think Eamon thinks about it that way. No, nah. um, I think uh, I think he's just beyond urge. You know, he's like, yeah. you know what? I don't, I don't need sex. Wow, dude, really was like, I'll just go read books for the rest of my life. At kind the, of a pimp for that, you know? Yeah. It's it's really fascinating to see just how much Eamon influences John, you know? Like, it's... Kill the boy. Kill the boy, like, you know? Because doesn't he, like... I think he goes, like, in an episode or two, right? Like, isn't it Yeah, soon? it's two episodes from now. No. And John's at the wall... John's beyond the wall by then. That was the last thing no. he ever said to John. No. Uh, oh. But, nevertheless... Uh, Sam praises Daenerys' courage, but Maester Aemon worries about his great niece's safety because she's all alone, under siege, with hardly anyone to guide her, with her last relation being useless and dying thousands of miles away. He says, Targaryens alone in the world are a terrible thing. Boom! And then, like, the snap cut to Jon, slowly coming into picture. Oh. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Like, it's not like a subtle transition to John. No. It's like, here's John Targaryen. Like, literally, like yeah. I mean, it is like, here, it, like, you have no idea why, but fuck it. Here's Jon Snow entering the frame. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that, like, you gotta remember when you are watching the show for the first time, one of the things you cannot wait to happen is Daenerys and Jon meet. You know they are building to that. You know, like, mm-hmm. even if, even if it's not, like, uh, even when there was no fucking shot, it seemed like, of them meeting or them falling in love, when I was watching the show, I was like, oh my god, could you imagine if Daenerys and Jon were Our together, couple, dude? It seemed, be- it seemed like the most obvious thing they were trying to push. So mm-hmm. that cut from them talking about Daenerys to Jon entering screen almost feels like, Ah, uh, yeah, it's getting closer together, you know, like things are things are intersecting a little bit more, and like I don't know, man, it's just i I just last night when I was watching this, it kind of more than I have in a while reminded me of watching this show for the first time, and just kind mm-hmm. of the excitement that came with the the progression of this season. Yeah, you had no idea where things were going. And, like, no. you'd have guesses, and you'd be like, oh, my God, this would be so cool if it happened. And then, like, that person dies next episode, uneventfully. Yeah. And, then like, it's crazy how the show goes for what you thought it was going to be. And, like, I was trying to think, like, it this transition to John seems quite obvious. But, like, 
I remember while watching the first time, probably 80% of what people say goes right over my head. Like, it, it, oh, it yeah. visually happens, you know, and, like, big, like, when the music swells, when you're, like, supposed to listen, or, like, I don't know, there's right. some, I don't know, but, like, all this backstory and whatever, you kind of, like, filter out because you're like, okay, what's this person's name? I'm trying to remember everyone's name. By season five, we're probably already there, but, like, even on first watch, maybe not. Like, there's so much to try to remember, like, while watching this for the first time that, yeah, I, I, I see why, like, it took me until this watch to finally see that shot on John. Yeah. And be like, oh, well, that's kind of obvious. Yeah. No, they did it, and I was like, I, like, threw my hand in the air. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, how did I, how did I not already know? But, like, I, of course I didn't already know. That's so far removed from the realm of possibility in your mind that it's yeah. not, because, frankly, we've been giving, We've been given negative, n- no reason up to this point to believe anyone else is John's dad. That's true. It's At Ned point, and who's the mom? And who's it's the like, mom? Yeah, yeah. It's literally like, yeah, who's who's the mom? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that really. Um, that people were like, oh, so who could the mom be? To make Robert yeah. in the first episode alludes to some woman like that, that curvy waitress. That you, that you, like, what, whatever happened to her? And he's like, we don't talk about her. So, like, you're like, oh, she's truly, yeah, yeah, she's truly a lowborn woman who Ned just got it on with that. So, like, what's hilarious is that I remember watching, the, I, I explained this early on, but, uh, I remember watching this show for the first time with Emily and Emily watching it and being like, uh, she like never forgave Ned for cheating on Catelyn. Wow. She, and she also, she all, like, and Damn. then whenever they reveal that he didn't, and like every time she'd comment on it, I'd just kind of be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I wouldn't say anything, yeah. but like, I, I remember just being like, oh, you don't even fucking know, man. You don't appreciate Ned enough because this one day dude. you're going to fucking miss this man. Uh, but, uh, like, yeah. uh, it's, it's not even within the realm of possibility in your mind that he could be anyone else's because he's so much like Ned, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much that makes them similar that you go, that is Ned Stark's son, you know, like that is, that is who that is. So you, you, it doesn't even enter your mind really that this dude could be someone else um, mm-hmm. until they, until they reveal it. And then you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. There's all sorts of evidence, you know? Uh, yeah. Like what? Yeah. It's not until you know that you start even well, looking into it in the first place. It's, like, it's, it's really once they reveal that Liana had John because they don't reveal who the father is at the same time. They just reveal that Liana gave birth to John. Um, and Ned took him. Yeah. But then later on, it's like, wait, they were, it was, it was Rhaegar's and they were formally married. Yeah. And- isn't the like, the raping of Liana kind of believed, even by like Bran? Like, he doesn't he hear like yeah. screams from the tower, but yes. it's just her giving birth and like, we're thinking that. Birth, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. And like, okay. That's, that's right. Cause like, it isn't revealed all at once. Cause like, it's the baby, you know, when Ned is up there in the tower. And then he holds John, and it's like, you know, hey, John, and then boom, fucking John. That camera transition, oh, that's like. When it goes from the baby's face to kid's face, and you're like, damn. Oh. No, dude, I love it. I love it so much. This show, like, uh, just, I adore it with all my fucking heart. And I have a feeling that while I think we will, I think more than ever, once we get to season seven and eight, I will notice a drop off in quality. Because mm-hmm. of how much better a viewer I am at, yeah. Um, but 
I do I don't think my enjoyment will be diminished. I, I do think they do enough to justify the events. They just don't take the time enough mm-hmm. to express them. You know, like that's yeah. all. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, it's it's rushed, but I'm gonna enjoy it while I got it. Oh yeah, man. This show is just too good to not have fun with. But uh Yeah, he uh he needs he needs Eamon's advice, John, when he enters the room. Uh, he's like, I've got a, I've got a controversial take. I got a plan. I got something I need to do, but uh, half of the castle's gonna hate me for it. And he's like, do it. Eamon's like, you fucking do that shit, man. And he's like, you don't even know what it is. He's like, doesn't matter. Half of them already hate you anyway. You go ahead and make that fucking order, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And yes, he sir. says that you know John will not enjoy leading. But with luck, he may find the strength to do what needs to be done. Kill the boy, he says, and let the man be born. There's the line yeah. of the episode. Uh, I was, I love all, you know, this rewatch, I've been paying particular attention to like the lessons that John receives mm. um, from people um, like um, Mance, uh, Mormont, Lord Commander Mormont. Um, Ned, Dad, brother, his uncle, yeah, yeah. Benjamin, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like it's just so so cool to like see his his like counsel, mm-hmm. like because you know who he's gonna be and like so it it's like a li- just little pieces of all these people, um, that build him up to eventually who he becomes. And I don't know, this moment's pretty sick. Like, come on, John, I'm about like yeah, I think this is Eamon being like, all right, I'm about to be out of here. You're not gonna have me at all. You know, like. But you got to be on your own anyways. You're the Lord Commander, you know, yeah. kind of like, like wake up, winter's coming. You know what's coming. You're the Lord Commander. Get into gear. Like let's let's fucking go, John. John yeah, just this, continues to become the man you love. The coolest you know? fucking yeah. person of all time. Yeah. It was the next scene with him that I went. Yep, John's my character. I went John Snow for my character this episode. There's no doubt. There's um, just no doubt. Yeah, like when he sits down with Torment. I think that we're halfway through season five, and him and Tormund are not yet cool. Yeah. Um, uh-uh. And this is like the first step towards that, you know? Like, they're they're officially mm-hmm. about to be down. And the way, like, oh, we'll get to it. But uh, John offers him a, a a chance to forge an alliance, you know, for, he's like, what, what, what's been going on for 8,000 years? He's like, man, I, what's, what's different now? He's like, I'm the Lord Commander, bro. That's what's fucking different now. Mm-hmm. You know, th- shit's about to change. I'm gonna make sure of it. Uh, and uh, Tormund's like, I need you to go, or John goes, I need you to go north, rally the people, and bring them back. I'll open the gates for them. I'll give them land south of the wall. They can settle. And in return, the wildlings will fight alongside the Night's Watch when the White Walkers arrive. And uh, Tormund is obviously initially reluctant. And uh, he's like, nah, I don't think I'm going to fucking do that. Mm. That's some bullshit. You're trying to deceive me. And John goes, you know what? Fuck you then. All right. I think you're a pussy. Yeah. I think you're a fucking coward. Fucking puss. Coward boy. What's up? He's like, do something about it. Do something about it, Tormund. And he's like, oh, big words to say to a man in chains. John looks him in the eye, unlocks the fucking chains. I was like, yep, that's him. What's up now, Tormund? He's like, what's up now? Yeah, like, oh my god, John, he was already, like, fucking, 
and it's the way that Tormund like he, he's, he's like, like in oh, shock. Oh, he's like, like, "Are you a fucking insane person?" You know, like he's, yeah. he's dude. Dude was okay with dying multiple times. Like John's been, he's been ready, mm-hmm. and he it, now he knows he's like he he was just told kill the boy. He did, you know, like John is a fucking stone cold. Just badass leader from here on out, and this mm-hmm. to, this episode, like, I was already focused on John and like where he's going, but this was just like, okay, there's yep. no one else in the show that well, stacks the up. The fact that this man, like, he's obviously been on, like, I'd even argue he's still on that meteoric rise we were talking about mm-hmm. last episode. You know, you've watched him, you watch him become the Lord Commander of the Wall. You watch mm-hmm. him, you know, take his first head and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, yeah, this mm-hmm. man is commanding. But now we take this step where he is he is now instituting change via his position of power. Yeah. Not only that, but this agreement that Tormund and John come to. The idea that what happens in season five, really. You know, like... Because he was with the wildlings, and he defends the wall, and you kind of see him. He takes control of the wall during the fight against the mm-hmm. wildlings, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this guy's him. He's he's on his way." But now it's different. Like he's he is in that position, and he is still climbing in your eyes, and that's just that's awesome. First man, man in eight thousand years to be like, maybe we do let the humans we, live and not for eight thousand years. We've been, you know, we've been, we've vowed to protect the realms of, of, uh, what gods and men. Mm hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what's different, you know, what's different now, dude? John's like, I'm here. And the line to say, like, uh, you know, and for 8,000 years, we've been failing. Mm. You know, like, uh, y'all are a part of the realms of gods and men. Y'all are men. Mm-hmm. Come on down. Let's do this shit. Yeah. You know, uh, it, yeah, like, I'm, it wasn't I'm until he mentioned the like women, children, and the sick. He's like, so what? What for them? You know, the people who can't fight. What for them? And Torrin was like, oh shit. He's like, oh yeah. damn, kind of, kind of got me there. Like, yeah, I, under, I understand. And I love that literally everything John does for another three seasons mm-hmm. after this point. The argument that he makes here in a moment. Is the same exact, the exact fucking same argument he makes in season seven, like, uh, and in the beginning of season eight, just kind of going, Hey, man, if you don't want to fight with us, you will be added to an army of the dead. If you don't want to ally with them, they will be added to the army of the dead. If, like, uh, ever, yeah, believe me, if y'all don't join the fight against them, you will be a part of the army of the dead. Like, uh, and that's all he has to say. That's all he wants to say for the next three fucking seasons. This is his entire fucking thing. Uh, I mean, of course the battle of the bastards and stuff, he gets to focus on some other shit for a little bit, but, Mm -hmm. uh, it's the only thing. It's the only fight that matters. The war is coming. Winter is coming, man. Yeah. Winter's on its way. It's. And we know know what comes with it. Yeah, we As do. Says, Mention of hard right. home. Yeah, he's yeah. like, where have all of them gone? He's like, hard home. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, well, that happens. We're you only know? two episodes away. You know, we get one episode, the next episode, and it's the episode after that. Oh, um, shit. 
yeah, you're right there. Um, oh, but yeah, this whole God. thing where Tormund's like, uh, yeah, I'll go, but you're coming with me. And, yeah. and John's like, I can't fucking go with you. He's like, no, nah, I need my people to know that they're not getting on ships that are just going to get set ablaze the moment they're on them. We need to go Fair together. Enough. And you're the only person they'll trust. Uh, and John's like, let's fucking do this shit then. I'm going to get ships from Stannis. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to, we're going to roll. We got this shit then. Uh, and this is the moment Tormund begins to kind of like, okay. Okay. This boy ain't I like bad. this lead. Yeah. And I, and I think he likes the idea of leading people too. You know, mm-hmm. he, he kind of was the, the natural leader in like his group all, already. A little bit, yeah. Um, or like he just he had the attention of everybody. You know, he wasn't maybe calling shots and doing whatever, but like he's just he is a natural. Oh um, yeah. And I don't know, it it is nice to to see him like maybe for the first time ever be like Yeah, fuck like cow like stood up face to face, like with some like I don't know, who stands up to Torment? Like dude's a half giant. Yeah. You know, like he just crushes everything. Yeah, like he just crushes. It. Yeah, the dude just crushes, and John's like, "I'll take your cuffs off right now. I'm right mm-hmm. here. What's up?" God, yeah, I don't know. You got to respect John. No, you, you do. Just, you At just this point, to. you do. But uh, yeah, next up, the men of the Night's Watch do not take the news of an alliance well. Deciding, mm. you know, well. You know, the only reason they'd be offered that land is because they drove people from that land off and killed them, including this young boy's family. Point to Ollie, the son of a bitch. Um, That's what I wish the title of the episode was for. (laughs) Kill Kill that boy. Kill that boy, please. Uh, But uh, even Dolores said, you know, him standing up, he goes, I will follow you anywhere. You know that. But. This is rough, you know. They killed Gren and Pip. You say the word, I'm down. But I need you to know why I don't fuck with them, and I will not forgive and forget. Uh, mm-hmm. And nevertheless, John's like, yep, I get it. I fucking get it. But we've killed them, too. You know? They've killed ours. We've killed theirs. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If we don't do something now, their numbers will join the army of the dead. You were at the fist of the first men. What happened there? You know, uh, and I love another great detail is Stannis and Davos being back there like, John is fairly certain there's an army of the dead, huh? You know, like, uh, they don't fucking know that. And there's no reason for them to have until they got here. You know, I know Melisandre has a little bit of a thing going on where she might have been able to tell them about it, but. How do they know about the resurrection? Because isn't that done at the, for the first time at Hardhome? Or he just. Because does he say, like, you will be. Like, uh, when the Night King, like, reanimates after they're dead. Like, you oh, will be yeah. added. Um, Is it just saying that you'll be added to up. the death toll? Or, like... No, you will be added. Uh, he watched oh, somebody the wake in up. in Castle Black. Yeah, in Castle Black. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I he thought, watched that happen. I thought there was some... Ha- like, because I'm like, wait, the Night King hasn't, like, risen. I don't think up. he knows exactly it's how just... it happens. He just knows it does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. And within the next few episodes, he knows how. Um, that's true. Very clearly shown. Um, yes, coming up. 
But yeah, I mean, the, the math is pretty simple now. It's like mm. either join us or you or die, and then you'll fight us anyways. Yeah, not in your bot, not your brain Dude. though. Like, Dude. yeah, no, it's gnarly. But uh, yeah, he's like, good luck with that. So we're gonna do this anyway. Sorry, guys. Um, and then in the library, Sam tells Gilly about his wish to go to the Citadel and become a maester before he was sent to the Night's Watch. And, uh, and that's when Stannis walks in. Stannis walks in and goes, you're Samwell Tarly. He's like, yeah. yeah. Son of Randall Tarly. Yeah. Oh, you poor fucking bastard, basically. You know, he's like, uh, you know, Robert lost, uh, Robert lost his only battle to your the dad. Only man. battle. Yeah. That's kind of huge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Stannis wants to know, he's like, and you killed the White Walker. He's like, yep, that's me. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we did it with a dagger made of dragon glass. And he's like, dragon glass is obsidian. And Stannis is like, yes, I know what dragon glass is. We have it on Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, this is a very funny and inconvenient plot hole. Um, later on in the show, whenever they are doing everything they can to find Dragonglass, Sam does not recall this conversation. Ooh. Ooh. Sam is not the kind to forget a detail like this. You know? Um, it, it wasn't right in a book. Maybe if you read it in a book. book. He would have known and never, he never forgets true. anything he That's reads. But yeah, was... they do eventually go to Dragonstone, but it's because they find a map with like evidence of That's, yeah. dragon. Like, and it's like, this, mm. a lot of that could have been avoided if Sam was like, oh, Stannis once told me that there's a bunch of dragon glass on Dragonstone. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, I uh, mean, that's, that's a pretty important piece of information there. It's like, the only way they know how to kill White Walkers. That's something yeah. Sam should have immediately made note of and gone, well, if we ever need it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, we'll go to fucking Dragonstone. Uh, or be like, so I don't blame Sam for that. Yeah. I blame, uh, D and D because Brian Cogman wrote this episode. He is not at fault. D and D didn't write these words. They don't fucking know that Stan has said this, you know? Mm. I mean, they probably yeah. should have, but clearly they don't. Um, yeah. Hmm, didn't think about that, but yeah, that that would have been useful information. It would have. Yeah, Stannis straight up says it. Struggle. He's like, "Yeah, we have dragon glass on Dragonstone." <laughs> I think oh, he yeah. even says, "I think he even says there are mountains of it." Oh, it's in abundance when they get there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. How would it not just be known that like? I don't Where know. the fuck did they get dragon glass, then, guys? It it just appeared one day. You know, not like... Well, the children of the forest hunted with it. So maybe true. people just thought that it was like some... Ancient. Magical. You know, it wasn't yeah. just the dragon glass, but maybe there's there's some magic to it, too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, regardless, it's a damn shame. I, it's crazy watching this show for several seasons now. Mm. I wish Stannis had a fucking walk to the throne at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. You know, um... I know. Shit would have been figured out a lot sooner. It this show would not like... be as exciting if Stannis was king. That's true. It would just be White Walkers versus the realm. Yep. 
He'd be like, well, I'm king now. Got some big news. Uh, there's some stuff going on up there. We need to worry about it. Let's go and tend to it. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. and that's that. That's that, you know, until Danny comes along and then I want Danny to be. I feel like everything could have happened just so much smoother if Stannis was the king. I don't think he'd necessarily be a good king, but he'd worry about the right shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just uh, the right information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every other current prospect, um, he's the only one that actually knows of the true threat. Yeah. And it's, and it's actual, like, severity. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 who you whether you agree with him the most or not probably I, mean, I don't know just kind of following just lighting people ablaze and stuff and all but um I don't know yeah I guess so he's going oh that's right he's going to Winterfell and that's when he goes mm. okay yeah, yeah it doesn't even make it past Winterfell Oof. nope that's there Oof. but uh yeah later on Stannis tells Davos that they will need to march toward Winterfell the next morning. And Davos suggests mm-hmm. waiting until John returns with the wildlings. You know, the wildlings might bring men that we could use. And Stannis is like, they will not join us anyway. So we might as well just get a fucking move on. Uh, and he also wants to take Selyse and Shireen with them. Mm-hmm. Gotta that know. Good. Gotta know why, you know. That's not good. Yeah. Had to have them with them. Yep, surrounded by... You know, they're they're safer on the road than they are with these rapists and criminals, and that's a good rationale. Uh but That is fair. Yeah. Is fair. But You know that's not the entire reason. But uh Do you yeah. know? Does Stannis know, know like soon. now? Like right now, does he know? Like that's know. he knows like that's why she's along with the trip. Like that's why that like that She's even brought no, 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 no. I don't think so. I think he knows. He has to know in the back of his mind that this is something Melisandre will take there at some point. Mm. You know, they've made a huge emphasis on the king's blood and their family blood and everything. Yeah. He's got to at least know in the back of his mind that this is something Melisandre at some point will say needs to happen. Um, but yeah, then they take off the next morning, Stannis's army with Stannis and Melisandre at its head, and they make the journey to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that like Melisandre and Davos go, you know, um, Davos did go, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's, it's just cool to me that when they lose that battle, Melisandre and Davos retreat to like they come back to hmm. Castle Black because that's, right. that's how Davos and Melisandre reanimate Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yes, be brought back to life somehow. That's for sure. No, I just, but I yeah, just love the just... idea that they were like, "Well, this is we're safe at the wall. John fucks with us." So, like, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a cool little detail. But uh, yeah, then we're uh, then we're heading to the north where Brienne of Tarth and Podrick Payne. Still pursuing Sansa Stark, arrive at an inn near Winterfell, and Podrick suggests that Sansa may be better off at Winterfell now that she's far away from the Lannisters. I love that every chance he gets, he's like, "We could stop, we could leave, yeah, we could leave." And Brienne always makes a really good point. And he's like, "Yeah, fair, fair, yeah, that's cool." 
Uh, but Brienne, you know, believes that Sansa will not be safe around the people who murdered her brother, her mother and brother. And, uh, their conversation is interrupted by a servant. Mm. And she's like, she looks at him for a while. She's like, this is an old ass motherfucker. Hey, how long you lived here? Well, my whole life. You knew, you knew Eddard and his father before him. She's like, uh, yeah, I, I swore to serve Catelyn, uh, before she died. I want to protect that. I need to. I need to get a message to. I know who's living in that castle. You know, mm-hmm. he's like everyone knows. It's the and she's like I'm not talking about the Boltons. And he's like, oh okay, oh okay. She's like I need to get a message to her. Um, the old servant is like, you know, he he, he kind of like straightens up and he's like, oh hmm. we back, we yeah. so back. The North you know, like uh, you know, yeah. The North remembers. Yeah, that dude was like, I, I'm doing my duty now. Well, you know? It's just the idea that, like, I get chills thinking about this, and we'll uh, we'll get back to it here in a little bit, but the idea that, like, there's not a single person in Winterfell loyal to the Boltons. Like, of the people, the citizens, they're just like, oh, they're waiting yeah. for a chance to you know, a chance to take the shit back. But, uh... Everyone hates them. Yeah, Everyone hates them. Yeah, is there anyone from, like, where did... Do they have, like, their own land and castle? Is it it just the, like, high lords of the Bolton family that are there? No, like, actual citizens of... No, no, I don't think so. It's just the soldiers, like, the army that they have. Yeah, and the servants. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, everyone there is just hating life right now. Yeah. Like nice that they get to live at Winterfell, but like oof. Yeah, still. But yeah, in Winterfell, Ramsay Bolton and his bedwarmer Miranda discuss Ramsay's upcoming marriage to Sansa. And uh Miranda admits her jealousy of Sansa, especially since Ramsay had promised to marry Miranda back when he was a bastard and <laughs> Ramsay disregards Miranda's insecurities causing you know being like i don't like jealousy you know what happens to people i don't like uh and i'm like oh my fucking god and then uh (laughs) yeah you know but he's got someone here who will who will bite back um miranda and him are birds of a feather they uh they kind of belong together uh and she's like, you know what, maybe I'll get married too. And Ramsey's like, bruh, who are you going to fucking marry? Uh, yeah. You're going to marry the fucking, you know, the Damn. stableman's father, or the stableman's son or whatever. Uh, and, you know, violently pushes her against the wall and stuff. You know, you are mine and you're not going anywhere. And, and further, she is, you know, she's starting to bore him with her jealousy. She knows mm-hmm. what happens to people who bore him. And hearing this, Miranda swears to never be to bore him again after kissing him and biting the shit out of his lip. Uh, yeah. Instant blood. Ramsey about it, though. Um, Ramsey was like, all right. At first, he was thinking, like, I'm going to kill this bitch. And, and then he's like, like wait, I, that was kind of hot. All right. I can get behind he it. He said, now, yeah, literally, I can get behind that. Uh, that's true. They did indeed start having sex right then and there. Yeah, right then, uh, right then and there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, all uh, the while, Sansa's maid carries the message from Brienne to her, consoling Sansa that she still has allies in the north. 
The old woman tells her to light a candle in the highest window of the broken tower if she ever needs help. This scene brought like a tear to my eye because whenever she goes, uh, the North remembers and Sansa, like she like kind of has this moment of realization. And then she, then she says, you're not alone. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I, I, I just got so fucking Mm -hmm. happy, man. Uh, it's a good moment. Uh, no, Sophie Turner gets my performance for the episode. Mm, oh, she did uh, well. She did, she did very, very, well. very good. And uh, part mm-hmm. of it was this moment, and there's a little bit more later on. But uh, yeah, Sansa wanders mm. around the castle inspecting this tower. And this tower is where Jamie pushed Bran out of the window, by the way. Um, she is uh, she's approached by Miranda. Yeah. Putting hey. On, yeah. Hey, she's being, you. Oh, she's just the girl next door. Dressed. You know? Yeah, like yeah. pretty dress. Oh, the yeah. Stitching that's... is so fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seeming, seeming nice, though. That's the thing is that Sansa has no clue at all. No idea what she's doing, actually. She's actually kind of being sweet here. Like, oh, yeah. like, uh, like saying, like, oh, man, like, I, I forgot what was said, but like maybe something nice about her mom or like, oh yeah. 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 Like, she's like, like uh, where'd you yeah. learn to do this? Yeah. Like on oh, my mother. She's like, oh, well now every time you wear this, like uh, your mother will live on through it. And like, yeah. wow. I was like, and Sasha's just like not having it at all. She's just like, what the fuck? I guess like fair enough. Who, yeah. who should she trust? Yeah. You know? So. But yeah. When, whenever it's, Miranda's like, come with me. And uh-huh. like uh, there, there. That's when we get that moment of like the hinge creaking, and it sounds like a horror. Like, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's really cool. Uh, Go down that hallway, end of the hall. Yeah. You'll find a special surprise. Yeah, you'll love what's down there. Dun, dun. That's basically what they might as well have done. But yeah. uh, that's where she finds Reek, <laughs> and uh, she goes Theon, and he's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not Theon. Don't, don't call me Theon, please. Don't call me Theon. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, awoke, he's awoken by Sansa's arrival, and he warns her that she shouldn't be down there. And seeing Reek in such a pitiful condition, Sansa angrily storms away. And that's yeah, a lot either... of conflicting. Yeah, yeah, like she Sansa still thinks that Bran and Rickon are dead because yeah. of him. So that's that's kind of an a no no. Um, indeed. And then, is that all? Didn't he like betray? Well, I guess like by doing that, he betrayed Rob and took yeah. Winterfell. And yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, no, not much redeeming that can be done for mm-hmm. Theon right now. No, not not in the eyes of Sansa, even though they do grow to have a very very cool relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's the one, she's what brings him out of his funk, and. Mm he's what saves her from Ramsey. You know, they, they jump out of the castle together and he breaks his leg. That's and stuff right. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, okay. as, uh, as Reek helps Ramsey get ready for dinner, he confesses that earlier that day, Sansa saw him in his cage and Ramsey for his own amusement makes it seem as though he's going to punish Reek. Get on your knees. Take my hand. Yeah, it was very weird. Up. At first, yeah, it was like, just like a very a awkward minute. tension in there. I'm like, "What are you? What are you gonna ask him to do here? What are you gonna? What are you gonna ask him to do on your knees, Randy? Wait a minute, what's, uh, what's like, going on okay. here? Uh, and then hand, and I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." Then he just places his hand on top of his, and <laughs> I forgive you. Uh, 
He's so unpredictable, you know? And that's He's what just, makes him so fucking scary. You just, you never, what's the saying? Like, just, you always gotta keep him guessing. You just... You yeah, right. Never let him know your next move. You yeah, know? he's just—he's—I don't know—just a psychological warfare. Yeah, I almost went with a, again another actor. I almost mm. went with was Alfie Allen. He does really, mm-hmm. really good here as, as Reek. Um, it's been a while since Alfie Allen's got to perform a little bit. You know, he's just mostly been kind of there, mm-hmm. and he was kind of the focus of multiple interactions in this episode. So it was nice to see Alfie Allen get to like perform again. But uh, yeah. at dinner. Ramsey is initially well-behaved, toasting his wedding to Sansa, but is soon back to his old ways as he forces Reek to come in and apologize to Sansa for murdering her brothers, Bran and Rickon. Uh, which, with much difficulty, Reek finally mutters an apology. Ramsey's like, look her, look her in the eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and oh. he's like, good! Gosh, the tension was just so intense in here, was it not? Whew. Okay. Uh, but Bruce even like getting jump scared by it too. We didn't like yeah. Bruce, like someone got actually scared by that or like like startled by his like little good and like I don't know, it kind of that might have been the scariest moment in the episode. It was <laughs> right. just Ramsey just doing Ramsey thing. Well, and then him being like, "Well, since your brother is dead, and your mother is dead, and your father is dead. Uh, Reek's kind of the last closest thing you have to family. He'll give you away at the wedding. It'll be perfect. Uh, and Sansa is getting a glimpse of yet another yeah. sick fuck ah, she is man. betrothed to. Uh, Not even a little grace period. Like, you know, like, no. I guess the, literally when they met. He was like, okay. But yeah, first dinner. God damn it. Like, dude's just... I guess they've been there for a little bit. I don't know. Regardless. Uh, She's never taken kindly to the Boltons. And therein, mm -hmm. I think Ramsey has felt no need to disguise who he is. He's like, you don't like me anyway, so I'm not gonna... I'm not even gonna play with you. smart enough to know. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) Ramsey... You know, Roos is like, all right, well, since we're all here, um, <laughs> family and stuff, uh, you know, <laughs> I wanted to let you know that uh, Walda here, uh, she's going to have a baby. Maester Lewin says it looks like it's going to be a boy. Or not Lewin. Uh, oh, what's the what's the new Maester's name? Maester, mm. oh, fucking... Walken. Walken. Wow. I would have yeah. never gotten that. Yep, I got ever. there. I got there. Um, Maester Walken. Uh, he's like, yep, yeah, looks like it's going to be a boy. And Ramsey is very clearly immediately mm. not happy, and Sansa is very immediately happy. Um, glad she's getting a performance nod like from you. Like for the like this scene, dude. too. Like having to yeah. like cry and be like, oh my god, like my dead family, back to like all right, getting a taste of your own medicine, you piece of shit. A little, like, and well, again, just one of those little, like, it feels like she learned a lot of the way that she responds to things from Cersei. Like, very mm-hmm. Lena Headey-esque mm-hmm. moment from yeah, her yeah. here. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. But, uh, a little, yeah. little smirk. 
little mm-hmm. <laughs> a little silent laugh. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know, um, but, the silence uh, was loud. Yes, it there was. For, I loved for it. I loved Sophie Turner in this episode. But uh, after dinner, Ramsey is like, "I saw what the what, what's going on with the baby here? What's what's this gonna mean?" And Bruce is like, "Oh yeah, you made a fucking fool of yourself." earlier tonight so i just wanted mm-hmm. to make you a fool further uh don't you fucking worry you know things will be okay he then shares the story of ramsey's birth mm. and we get the information that while we we felt Roos is a villain we didn't realize that he was an absolute sick fuck the same way that ramsey is um yeah yeah this he kind of just says it like nonchalantly like what happened here and i'm like Hold on a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. Did he yep. just say that? I'm like, did, you know, did, uh, like he, Miller's wife, oh. uh, you know, married, married without his consent. Uh, I, I hanged her husband and I fucked her under his body. And nine months later, a year later, she popped up here with you, um, claiming you were mine. And I saw then what I see now that you are my son. What a weird, like, this is a sweet moment for them. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah, because Ramsey is actually taken back, and he almost, like, actually fucking cries. He's like, that's the most beautiful thing my dad could have ever said to me. Yeah. Wow. Well, on a euphoric rise from a a rape that he did after showing his, you know, the person he's raping, their dead loved one hanging right there at a tree. My God. What wow. a disgusting fucking man. Uh, That's insane. That, yeah, like terrible, terrible fucking person. But uh, I guess it makes sense. Ramsey's, you know. Yeah. No, and that's like he's like the more I learn about you, buddy, the more I realize you're definitely mine. Uh, like uh, that's yeah. uh, you fit what that a puzzle piece fuck. pretty well. Yeah. You know, like she's not lying when she says it, it was Ruse's. You know, that's yep. That is no DNA son. test needed. Nope. Um, they are birds of a feather. He but, uh, is the father. Yeah. But uh, he's like, but yeah, so since you are my son, uh, you are definitely going to lead the army uh, against Stannis here before long. He plans to take the Iron Throne. I'll have to pass through here. Uh, so he's going to have to take the north. And I want your help in defeating Stannis. Ramsey agrees. But then we top off the episode in Old Valyria. Wherein, as Jorah and Tyrion continue their journey to Marine and following Jorah's violent reaction to a previous conversation, Tyrion tries to civilize their relationship and asks where they are. And as Jorah stands up to look at the foggy ruins on the horizon, Tyrion deduces that they are going to pass through the remains of Old Valyria. They Mm -hmm. say the doom still rules, Old Valyria. (laughs) You aren't afraid of the doom? (laughs) Everyone knows this poem, I guess, you know? Yeah. Or, uh whatever like it's yeah it's like kind of like a uh freddy freddy what's his name friday the 13th kruger Kruger. there it is i don't know just like a boogeyman just like a a story that everyone knows you know or i don't know just just like uh an old legend but you know it's crazy it it i had an epiphany a thing that i can't believe i have not noticed before we have stone men. We have um, white walkers. We have 
Children of the Forest. And we have, I, I was trying to think of a fire one. Because, I mean, dragon, it feels like yeah. you got, like, yeah, I guess dragon. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I was thinking about dragon. That was, was not really, where you were going? No, hell, that's that's really funny. I went to, like, uh, Masande, or, um. Melisandre. Not Masande, yeah, Melisandre and, like, the shadow. Okay, that makes sense, too, Lord of Light and stuff, yeah. Whatever. Um, but, like, there, it's very elemental. Like, I don't know, there's one of, like, yeah. kind, like kind of everyone. Um, and the Earth, only normal-ish fire. group out of them are the children of the forest, like the Earth. But, like, I don't know. Who knows? Like, maybe Valyria, it looks like this. But these stone men, they are scary, and they scare away everyone at their borders. But it's like an oasis. And, like, the you right. know? Like, no one goes in because it's so fu- fucking scary. Kind of like in The Last of Us, where people are like, yeah, we yeah, kill yeah. we kill people around the border, but it's like, it is like this paradise kind of on the inside. And it's like, maybe the stonemen just got it cooked. They're an old Valyria. Like, Tyrion's talking it up. Like, this used to be the shit. Like, this... The greatest like, civilization. It will be hundreds... How many hundreds of years will it be before we build cities? Yeah, like thousands. He says thousands. He's like... No one does this shit anymore. Like, that's nuts. What, it, it's the grayscale that wiped him out? Or was it Aegon and, like, a, like a, some... No? They came from Valyria. Yeah. Did, so he left? And, like, was it being attacked or something? That's what's left? so fucking interesting. I have no idea what the doom of Valyria actually is. They, the way Tyrion describes it is like fire shooting hundreds of meters into the oh, air. Oh, yeah, and... that even dragons. Yeah, were... even dragons couldn't survive. That's, so some, it's like... that's some Lord of Light shit there. Right, I right. Aren't we getting that? Weren't we supposed to get like a a show that went all the way back to Valyria? Yeah, or was that so. like well, maybe like, what it, House it, of the Dragon like was? Egg, there's like an Aegon's Conquering... Yeah, idea that's been in the works forever, which I assume would take us back to Valyria. But uh, yeah, what happened there? Whoa. Um, okay, yeah, because I mean that, like, they just passed through like a bridge or something. I don't know, like a fucked up, just old ass bridge. Like what that city would actually have looked like, like at full peak. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That'd be that is gnarly. Nuts. Yeah, and the fact that it's like. It's been, like, destroyed for how long? Like, Hundreds it... of years. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Just all that knowledge lost. Valyrian steel. Now let's see this. Gone. I'm going ahead to look into the Doom of Valyria real quick. Mm. Um, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, the Valyrians, they had, maybe, maybe it was like a self-destruct. Maybe it was like a, like a nuke moment. Like, they, they had their Manhattan Project. And they figured out they could do some shit with wildfire or something. And then they accidentally just set the whole city ablaze. Um, probably. Yeah. But oh, the exact cause of the doom of Valyria remains unknown. Some believe it was the volcanic eruption or a natural disaster. While others um, inadvertently triggered by the Valyrian's own sorcery. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or... Like a fucking comet, just, just you know, landed, just hit. But I guess it's probably more of a crater would have been. Yeah, found. yeah. No, like I, I love the way this is described here. You know, uh, an event that came to be known only as the Doom laid waste to the Valyrians, their capital city, and its mm. surrounding lands. The peninsula itself was shattered, becoming what is now the Smoking Sea. 
Every dragon was thought to be lost, as were mm-hmm. the Valyrian spells, knowledge, and recorded history. Damn. Yeah, that's... And that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm a huge nerd about that, like, stuff. Like, a, like our ancient, like, real-life mm-hmm. civilizations. Uh, like, the Egyptians and S- Sumerians. Like, all that stuff. Like, how... Like, maybe the pyramids were part of, like, this gigantic civilization. Like, I mean, to build them. That's just insane. But, like... I don't know, like, there's new stuff coming out that, like, all of Africa was flooded completely. Like, floods that we can't... Like, fires as big as this in Valyria, but floods going across the entire Sahara. So, like, it could have just wiped out everything, and just the biggest pyramids were left, because, like, nothing else will stay. And, like, we think that they're, like, 4,000 years old. We think they're 4,000, but, like, if this is true, they could be, like, over 10,000, 12,000 years old. And, like, Ooh. it could push back, like, the story, like, the, I don't know. The story that we have of history could be very altered. And this episode reminded me of it. It was, like, kind of the inverse. Like, a, an old city being destroyed by a fire instead of, like, right. a, you know, by a massive flood or something like that. But No, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking into it more. Like, the according to the novels, the doom occurred in exactly the year 114, uh, 114 before the conquering. 114 years before okay. Aegon conquered. 112 years before that, uh, the it Targaryen... Oh, 112 okay. years before the Targaryen conquest began. Uh, 12 years before the Doom in one, 126 BC. Huh. I'm trying to comprehend this. Okay. The conquest of Westeros began in two two BC, um, hmm. and that's 112 years prior to that. Twelve years before the Doom, in 126 BC, Aenar Targaryen relocated his entire household to Dragonstone. Oh, so the the homie was getting out. The he conquering, like... yeah, the conquering that Aegon did was based from Dragonstone. Which is interesting. Okay. That dude knew something was coming then, maybe. You know? Like Seems he... like it. Seems like Might. it. It was 12 years before, so. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a song of fire yeah, and Anar, ice. Oh, yeah. Anar was encouraged to flee Valyria by the prophetic dreams of his daughter, which warned of the coming disaster. Along with them, the Targaryens took five dragons who became the only dragons to survive the doom. Uh, Balerion was uh. one of them, but the other four later died through unrevealed circumstances. You know? They did leave eggs behind, and those became Vagar and Meraxes. Maybe this is why, like, Targaryens actually have some different shit about them. You know? Like, they're actually, like, Valyria has just some, something's going on. Like, in Valyria. Like, I don't know. Like, that's... It's so diluted now. Like, Man. maybe, you know? Like, with Daenerys. Yeah, and... fascinating. Huh. Yeah, he's, Man, uh, George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin says that it was inspired by the destruction of Pompeii by Mount Vesuvius. Um, okay. And that Valyria is loosely analogous to the Roman Republic. And, like, and the, his fantasy yeah. world. Like and it is also partially of... inspired by myths of the fall of Atlantis. So, like, yeah. just... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, 
kind of a wild, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, the rabbit hole in, like, our own civilization, like, I'm I'm way too deep in that rabbit hole mm. right now. It's it's nuts. Like, there's a trend going on right now, like, on, t- on just on TikTok, I guess. Uh, but it's, like, how, like, girlfriends asking their boyfriends, like, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? Um, <laughs> it's just, like, you know, how how often is this a thought in your mind? And, like... I am not shitting you when I say I think about the Egyptians and, like, ancient civilizations every single fucking day. Like, it, there is not a day that goes by that, like, something small doesn't remind me of, like, oh, my God, that could have been how it fucking went down. Like, I'm constantly trying to figure out what <laughs> happened 10,000 years ago for whatever the fuck, you know? Like, or, like, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's it's, like, it's something that doesn't leave my head ever. Um, you gotta get into some anthropology and archaeology. I know, man. Sounds like it. Maybe, maybe like that'd be a fuck. That'd be a sick ass job. Try to Indiana Jones it to the max. Like just yeah. like look for treasure. Just go straight for the gold. Straight no, for yeah, Atlantis. Like I took a, you know, I took an archaeology course when I was in college. Um, I fucking loved it. Like I, I could absolutely see that being something that I would have eventually pursued if I hadn't got horribly depressed while I was at college. Mm. But uh, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what, maybe I drop that. Yeah. Uh maybe I drop that, come back to it later. But uh yeah, no, but mm. uh yeah, as they catch glimpses of domes, towers, and aqueducts, Tyrion recites a poem about the the, the doom, and Jorah joins in at the ending and suddenly through the fog, they see Drogon fly into view. And this there is I love people seeing dragons for the first time. That's always a very, oh. very cool thing. Um, and Tyrion's kind of the first person we get to see who's important. Seeing it, yeah. you know, like, uh, and he's seen the yeah. big boy too. Yeah. Like he, he got, he got the IMAX viewing of, mm-hmm. uh, first dragon of because like it, it, it would be crazy to see like the three babies. Like it still would be crazy to well, see that because like you're oh, like, yeah. oh my fucking god, they're alive again. And he's like, got the full shit. fucking thing going here in I'm, old Valyria too, dude. Yeah. It d- literally had the the seventy millimeter IMAX. Like he he <laughs> he was in the full like full setting everything that was yeah. 4x that was 4d right there <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's right there you go but, uh, yeah <laughs> no, i uh i loved uh, just because the lore surrounding Tyrion as well that he was always he grew up obsessed with dragons and he thought about them all the time and mm-hmm. uh he wanted a dragon so bad but he was told he couldn't have one because they died like all that stuff for him to finally see a dragon for the first time in his life and even mm-hmm. Jorah, I love the flash to Jorah. Jorah has uh, seen these dragons. Yeah, Jorah knows these dragons. That dragon flies overhead, and he is still struck silent. Like, oh my god, yeah. those things are fucking beautiful. You know, like I just absolutely loved that detail. And it sucks that it turns right into a horror movie as the stone men jump into the water and begin to try to attack them. Yeah, um, like the just the one that jumps into the water. And like yeah. doesn't like that's it. They're like, wait, what the fuck was that? What was that? Like, what? Yeah. And then there's this dude standing up, just at the ready. Like, I don't know, freaky shit. Maybe they're not all crazy, you know? Maybe it's just, just the the border protection, well, you know? And what's crazy is you think what it seemed to been implied by like Stannis when they were talking about like sending Shireen off, mm-hmm. spend the rest of her short life. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, do, do they know? Die? Yeah, you like know, do like, they you... know that this is like their full? Mm-hmm. Because like if they stay home, they definitely just kill them. Like yeah. when they start acting like this, you just kill like you kill them. So no one knows that they just stay like that. Yeah, they just live. Like yeah, that. I think they assume Maybe that they don't die. Yeah, Maybe like, do like they a just... White Walker. Yeah, like they just a... live forever like this? Whoa. I but think yeah. there's more to this Game of Thrones universe than we think. I no, think George... Magically, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if you'll ever go there. Maybe this last book, it, it rings it all together. And there's like... We well, I don't think it would be we... during this story, but, like, yeah, he's told a bunch of true. other stories within the universe that... I need to dig more into uh, mm. outside of the main continuity here. Because it would be kind of nuts to be like, oh, you thought, like, the one big threat was just the winter, you know, and, and the Night mm. King coming down. But then also we have these stone men that are building up their army as well, and they can do yeah. all this shit. We have these fire people. The children of the forest were just thinking, you know, you thought that they were good and helping you, and there were only a couple. Oh, psych! They live in the wall. The whole wall is full of them, and, you know, I don't, I don't know, some <laughs> shit. Like, uh, could, like, George could, I don't know, I, I don't think, I don't know. It's not coming uh, out anytime soon, so I'm not worried about it, but, yeah, uh... Regardless, it'll be, it'll be interesting to learn more about this universe <laughs> one day, but, uh, yeah, just before the stone men are able to grab him, Tyrion rolls off the boat, jumps into the water, where he is then pulled down by more stone mm-hmm. men. Under the water. This dude was just in the fucking water down there and was like, yep, yep, come here, bring that here, boy. That's the one that jumped in right away. Yeah, he, he was just waiting. He knew. That's how smart they are. We we gotta give them more credit. Yeah, these we guys know give what them more credit. These guys know what they're doing. I don't know how the fuck Jorah got him out of the situation, but hey, I'm glad. Um, mm. Glad it happened. Uh, because yeah, that, uh, that's a that's a sticky situation. First watch, you're like, oh quite. shit! You're like, oh. it's like yeah, you don't know exactly what the whole they touch you extent of that is. Like it's like skin mm-hmm. to skin contact. They touch you at all? Like I'm I'm worried about Tyrion getting pulled down. Like this dude's fucked. You know what are the odds that he didn't get fucking touched here? But uh, yeah, and undetermined... I'd say this is, sadly, I think this is like the weakest critically part of the episode i think it's actioning it's fun and like the moment is good but just the editing of it was mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like it was very fast and very spliced together and like uh i don't know it that the angle was like very different a lot of the yeah. times like and i guess it could be like the the, the sporadic nature the, yeah. of the moment and like it is going crazy um still i just prefer yeah, I don't know. concise editing like i i agree with you completely Whenever it's so choppy that I can't even really see what's going on half the time, that's not that's not yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Tyrion wakes up later to find himself on a shore, dragged out of the water by Jorah. And after confirming to each other that they had not been touched by the Stone Men, Jorah tells Tyrion that he hopes to find a fishing village and get a boat soon. Again, the visuals here, fucking ridiculous. Oh my god! Like yeah. uh, yeah. the water in front of and behind them where you can see their reflections and just like mm-hmm. golden hour as fuck. The light's going to be magic soon. Reminds me of that dude. in Nope. Uh, who just has to get the money uh, shot. Has uh-huh. to. Oh, it's magic soon. I yeah, love his voice. Is so good. That oh, voice dude. is oh. flying purple people eater. That, that, <laughs> whole, that whole thing, dude. I love that guy. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, the light just magic. Going out. 
This was the yeah, cinematographer like, fucking dream right oh, here. Oh yeah. This uh, was nice. Hit like and then and then you have like the the shot of Jorah looking to Valyria and mm-hmm. like him being you know like oh. knowing now he's like oh that's where I'm that's I'm going to go. Where I'm heading. You know like that this <laughs> There's shit home. is not curable, you know like that's it. It he does he get cured though? Like yep. isn't that like part of a storyline they go to the citadel and Samwell Is that where it's done? At the citadel? Yeah, Samuel does it. Damn. Old Town? Yep. Is that in Essos? Old Town is in the heart of uh heart of Westeros. Goes. Oh yes, duh. Fuck. I'm like Sam because Sam's in Westeros. I'm like yeah. the fuck do are like does Sam get over to Essos? I'm like, what that I'm pretty make sure Old Town going. is the ancestral home of the high towers high towers yes that's what i remembered whenever i heard it i'm like ooh, little high tower um like call i don't know callback it's not really a callback at all did they even exist in the show until house of the dragon they ever acknowledge a high tower it'll be interesting if they ever do but uh but yeah how does jor get back does he just go back he just sails back to westeros or is he with people whenever he um, goes back I can't remember how he manages to go across the sea because. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember what happens. I think it's like, uh, I don't, I think whenever Danny tells him to like get cured, you know, Mm -hmm. like we don't see him again until Sam's in the Citadel. Like we don't even really know how he got there. It's just kind of like he pops up in the Citadel, like he needs, he's trying to be cured. Um, Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I'm yeah. Looking at just his his whole timeline. Yeah. Wow. Jorah's traveled to o- season seven. He's in Old Town looking for a cure. He season six. Yeah. He bows before Khaleesi. He shows Daenerys his grayscale, and then boom, season seven. He's in Old Town. Okay. Yep. So yep. just just kind of happened. Oh man, it gets so bad. Oh, I'm yeah, just like, oh. covers his entire fucking arm Ooh. and shoulder. Yeah, his chest, too. Like, whole Ugh, yeah, torso it's nasty almost covered. Too. Whenever Damn. Sam, like, peels it off. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Disgusting. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's also, like, transition from him, like, I'll never forget it because it makes me want to fucking vomit, Uh, where he's, like, about to dig into his skin to start cutting, and it cuts to someone sticking, like, a fork Oh, I think it's when uh Walder is eating his kids. Um, it cuts to him sticking a fork into a like wow. Pie, that's like, awesome. This is disgusting. That's, that's awesome though. That's yeah. like it is it does it is vulgar and it is just actually but, disgusting. But why like, would you not fucking do that? It's fucking oh, genius. What God. an inspired touch. Uh wow, someone's sick. Someone's sick as fuck was like, oh, this is gonna get him. This is yep. This is, uh, yeah. Oh, people but, make uh, this show. Just the episode ends with him looking down to his, uh, looking down mm-hmm. to his wrist to spot the early stages of grayscale. I mean, I love my arm. I'm chopping this motherfucker off. Like, I, it's, I don't know. I don't see any other option. You know, he, luckily, he got cured. But, like, I think I what's crazy is I think that his need to help Daenerys trumps his self-preservation. And I think 
that getting Tyrion to her is his highest priority. Like he's he's like mm-hmm. I can't, and the only way he can do that is if he is bodily capable. You know, he's like, well, I have yeah. to have you know. So like, yeah, and how's he gonna do it? It's just him yep. and Tyrion, you know. Nope. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get him there. That's the only way now. But uh, yeah, that concluded the episode. My fucking god, was it another good one? Probably my favorite of the season. Yeah, might be the best nice. of the season. Um, this one was nice. Nice to look at. Every conversation was meaningful and like, mm. out of, like, yeah. The the biggest event to happen, like, Stannis leaves Castle Black and Daenerys shows people, like, reminds them who she is. Yeah, I think so this might be a it. nine seven five enjoyment for me. This one's pretty. Yeah, I don't know. It had we had everything. You had the horror. You you saw all three dragons. Uh, we saw the wall and like all that goodness and Amen giving giving John some good talk. That's always mm-hmm. nice. John um, becoming a becoming more and more the man he will be. And, like even when Melisandre's leaving, she like still looks at John like, mm-hmm. "There's something about you, man. I don't know. Yep. I'm, I think I might have to come back and bring you back to life here soon. Something like that." But uh, no, I'd agree. This is this is as close to a ten as you can get, and it's like. There's no battle. There's no. This isn't a penultimate. This is, you know, this is just middle of the season. Fucking Checking in with God. everybody. I, it's just, it, it's just God. this constant build. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know. The show's insane. Like, you're like expecting something to happen, but you're not disappointed when nothing does because of just no. how good just so two good people anyway. sitting in a room can be. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's nuts. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd agree. With that nine seven five there, uh, just we've kept we've kept it just going uh, this season. Eight five eight seven five nine, a little bit higher of a jump from nine to nine five, but then now uh, one more jump to nine seven five. Uh, we'll What's see. crazy is I know we have one surefire ten this season, so like yeah. uh, that's at least. Um, we'll see what unbound, unbent, and unbroken brings to us. I don't think Next I'll have week. a great time with that one. Um, but you think I will? I don't think I will. Oh, I forget what happens. That's the wedding. Ramsey and Sansa. And Ooh. The night that ensues after. Ooh. Oh, that's great. Never looking okay. forward to scenes like that, so that blows. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, but, this uh, one's definitely a 975. Yeah, I'm this one's good. It while um, I got it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, critically, what's the best we've given an episode critically this season? Nine two five. This might deserve that bump above. I would say I think it felt like the best. Oh, I episode think it's the best. Season. I think it's the best. Written so like performed, visual everything cam like that needs to be done to make it happen was just was it, like this is. Yeah, I don't know. It's either nine five or nine seven five, but I think like uh. I think it's calm enough to be like a nine five. The yeah. editing and the fight was a little jarring, a little bit. But that's like the only thing I that's can think of. There probably wasn't the a, actual only thing that yeah, I yeah. There wasn't a scene where I literally could not stand yeah. the conversation people were having, like the Sansa yeah. last episode, or and even that editing gripe. It even it isn't even really that bad. Like no. it's still like the moment is very tense and very like everything's going crazy. So yeah, I think. That makes sense. Nine five is fair. 
Let's see. What other nine fives critically? Laws of Gods and Men, episode six of last season. Ooh, that's Tyrion's trial. Five. It's high praise. Ooh, okay. Uh, Kissed by Fire, episode five. It's John's first time he gets his quit. Okay. And now his watch is ended. Oh, is that Mormont going bye bye yeah. at Craster? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And some good company. The Prince of Winterfell, episode eight of season two. So it's up there. And this one. He's a goodies. Yeah, I don't even know. If you look back on this episode, what would you say the big event was? How would you, like, there's not really anything you can to be like, oh, yeah, this was the episode that blank happened, and, like, you yeah, just Yeah, maybe know. Jorah gets grayscale. Maybe that would yeah. be the thing, but... Yeah, that could be it. That, yeah. John agrees to go to Hardhome, you know? Like, John makes the decision yeah. to let the wildlings pass, like... Mm-hmm. That is a big moment. Yeah, Castle Black is is changing. Beginning yeah. of a revolution. Yeah. Um so but man. That's so what's that bring it to? Nine five eight um on average, which that's is the highest of the season. Um for sure. Next highest was episode two, nine one or nine oh eight. Uh let's see on good old IMDB. It's only an eight five we... there. Oh. Okay. I wonder how they score the next episode, knowing what happens. Seven nine, which yeah. is the lowest of the season. Okay, and then back up to an eight eight, and then a nine, nine eight, eight, and then a nine damn, two, and then a nine one. Damn. Yeah, we got a lot to look forward to. Uh, yeah, next week, Jamie and Braun really, really put them to the Ooh. test down in mm-hmm. down in the the place. Um, mm-hmm. John heads east as trouble begins. In uh, Castle Black for Sam and Gilly. Sansa asks Theon for help. Tyrion and Jorah are sold. Mm-hmm. Um, then eight, Hard Home. Then nine, The Dance of Dragons. That's the first time Danny rides the dragon. Nice. And then the finale, Stannis arrives at Winterfell. John gets killed. Ah. Not okay. Yeah, well, we don't even see any of John's travels. Dude, um, we just see by him. the end of this season, Tyrion is running Marine. Is what? Running, running Marine. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. The finale How... of the show, he assumes command in Marine. How fast does Tyrion get there? He gets to... Oh, he's in Marine. Okay, he's in Marine at Hardhome. Oh, Hardhome, he gets to Marine. Um, yeah, and the nine eight. is when they do wow. the fighting pits championship which is the first time the sons of the harpy do the mass scale attack and danny hops on her dragon mm-hmm. to stop it and stuff um yeah oh wow wow where is valeria i'm trying to find where that is on the map oh there it is never mind i see now um yeah, a lot of just like little broken up islands, um, and shit. My head cannon, um, it was massive fire constructed by them. That was their Manhattan project, is how they went down, and then they had to flood the whole shit to put it out. So it was it was a massive fire and flood, and it was a bigger island with a bigger city, and it was mm-hmm. grand and cool. Now the stone men live there, and they're mega smart, but they protect their borders by seeming crazy. There you go. 
That's a headcanon if I've ever heard one. Uh, but yeah, with that, we conclude this episode of Winter is Blooming. Mm-hmm. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. For $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially. Uh, we, we're discussing Ahsoka week to week over there, and I'm assuming today, Monday, uh, there will be a... Uh, uh, the, an episode uh, an episode covering last week's ahsoka uh, mm-hmm. ahead of tomorrow's and i'm very excited for that um yeah tons of stuff over there and that helps a lot because this podcast costs me money and i don't make any off of it unless it's over there head to twitter follow at penny bloom pod follow on instagram at penny bloom podcast remember to leave a five-star rate and review and to download and continue listening as we uh we push forth with uh winter is blooming you know, I'm thinking that uh, next week we got season five, episode six, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. And I think, actually, it's the first time I'm telling you this, Joe, that Ooh. the Monday after that, we're probably going to take a pause mm-hmm. on Game of Thrones just to make the three a week a little more sexier and cover a couple Wes Anderson short films in two Mondays. Um, I like that. Yeah. Do it on Friday before, Monday after, and two and two it'll be nice and even yeah yeah Um, yeah 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 but yeah and then uh this wednesday we are continuing our top 100 favorite movies with part nine we are almost done 11 through 19 this wednesday and then the top 10 next wednesday um and we continue and i believe conclude no no we continue top 100 no, our uh, comic book movie journey through film is that ah, is the last that one this Friday. Will be yes, Rise of the Silver Surfer is this Friday. Yeah, that yeah, that'll be the last, be the last one we have until mm-hmm. Iron Man here in about a month and a half. So, uh, very, very excited for that because you know we're going to put that on hold for the Scorsese director spotlight. We uh, we're doing the King of Comedy. We're doing uh, After Hours. We're doing Casino. Uh, Gangs of New York, Shutter Island, and The Irishman in mm. anticipation of uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. So we got a lot coming up, and we're very, very excited to tackle it. Um, remember to stand in solidarity with SAG After and WGA as they continue their struggle against the studios. Um, can't imagine Brian Cogman made a lot of money off of that viewing you gave it on Max, you know? Probably not, no. Probably none, actually. Yeah. Um, and that's what's insane. These people deserve to be compensated for their work and the life these shows have on streaming services. So, uh, yeah. With that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom, and kill the boy.